Yeah. Just plan to be proud of what you got. <laughs> Try to. Try to appreciate it. Seconds, then the other person before they can right. have a rebuttal to that yeah, response to act like, No, we're moving on, we're moving on, we're moving on, we're moving, we're moving on. on. You're very interrupting. It's like, No, you, you know, he even said that, you know, Trump said that once, like, You gave Joe another 30 seconds, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna respond to this. So I'm not surprised about it anymore. That's all he's been watching is this sort of like either faux censorship or outright censorship. Yeah, and then of course, and then they, nobody talked about Hunter Biden and his crazy, you know, laptop. What is going on over there? Sounds like the dog. Shriek of the damned. Killer shrews. Halloween's starting early. Uh, yeah, there you go. There's that one uh, <laughs> puppy like freaks out every now and then. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, they're like, one of the Hunter Biden things comes out and, you know, and even Hunter was like, I don't know where you get, I mean, but Trump was like, I don't know where you get your money from, Joe, but, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and what was the other one? <laughs> I'm trying to think of the great one. Oh, and when he's sitting there, he goes, he goes, yeah, Joe. He goes, I would love to stay in the basement for like a year and a half and not come out and be safe. He goes, but I can't do that. He go, I'm the president of the United States. You know what you know would happen to me if I stayed in the basement? <laughs> Same thing's going to happen to Joe. Yeah. <laughs> he's not going to be elected. <laughs> it seems disingenuous to blame, blame him, blame Trump for... Shutting down the borders so early at the same time of right. not responding fast enough at the same time of not reopening the economy at the same time of not locking down. Right. Like, you're going to have to pick an argument and stick with it. I'm sick right. of hearing the same same right. back and forth. It's like, ah, I just get to argue my position just however like, I want. Yeah, just let's, let's talk to the base because that's all they know. Yeah, well, they're only going to read the headlines of news. It's That's been a thing for long enough where the people don't read into anything and they just you know even if it's just that you happen to, to trust the organizations that you're used to listening to you're not going to read into it because they're like oh i trust these people are going to tell me the truth and that's what you'd hope but you know but journalism is not journalism anymore it's, no it's just all up it's, it's it's opinion opinionated it's opinionated journalism yeah. it's not about the facts and with the 24-hour news cycle it's basically like hey can you post something on twitter congratulations you are now a journalist yes you know, like, hey. yes <laughs> you are now become a, a full-fledged journalist yep. um Thank you so much. I started watching, uh, started reading a lot of Vice News on one of the platforms. I forget which one, but it's always interesting to read that. Yeah. Because, you know, it's it's very, you know, liberal, obviously. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> then, Vice you know, is Tim Pool came liberal, from that. Tim Pool used to be on Vice. I used to watch them a uh, lot when they went, because they would be the people that would actually go to right. the areas that were affected and have interviews with people that normal mainstream media wouldn't interview right exactly and then you know even tim pool got crap from leaving them he's like why did you leave and he's like because you guys changed he's like they're like no you changed yeah <laughs> he's like no no i didn't <laughs> well, now he's got his own thing now he's got his own <laughs> thing he's doing great Whatever he's doing he a lot better <laughs> he can do he can do yeah. his own show though. yeah but i still think the hunter biden you know laptop is very interesting you know, they're piecemealing it out so they can uh, really feel like so they can get the Democrats and Joe and all of them to spit out a bunch of lies. Yeah, and I then feel go, like it was kind of no, shady no, that no. they started digging through the laptop. But when it's like when people don't come back for stuff, I, I don't know if there's something where they have to look through it before they throw it away or if they, I heard I don't I don't know what source said it, there is like a child endangerment. There was somebody looking into it right. uh, in that respect, which I would understand then why they went it but then even then i was like all right well it might have been kind of a setup on his end but there's still like 
why is there a picture of you passed out with a crack pipe? Right, and then in your you mouth. know, and then there's the other other pictures of you just you know in compromised position with doing crazy stuff, and yeah. and you know, and it just seems like you know, like the whole setup when you know they found out, you know, it's like. Yeah, that's like this is exactly why you don't put crackheads in charge of something important because they smoke crack yeah, maybe and I they do dumb he was, stuff. He was getting fifty thousand a month to be on the board of what was it, an energy company, Burisma, that he had nothing, didn't know anything about. Where it, like I don't even think he could run an OnlyFans account right, right. now. Right? Like <laughs> maybe <laughs> depends maybe. on what's there on, would be some depends popularity on what's between, on the videos. between the hookers and the crack. Yes, there would be some popularity. But I'm just saying from a managerial aspect, he wouldn't be able to handle it long term. Maybe I could help you. I used to repair computers. And when you got them repaired, you know, you really didn't look in people's files. Okay? Yeah. Because you know, it's like one an of invasion my, of One of my things, I wouldn't open their files. Yeah, yeah. But then when you get it done, you want to make sure it works, so you might open one of their files. Okay. Just to see if it works. So that might have been what happened that he opened possibility. the file. And here's all these pictures. And he thought, uh-oh. <laughs> or maybe, you know, you know, maybe he was interested in, like, who is it? But the, the guy is, like, legally blind, though. Yeah, which may, yeah, which is a thing of why you... I mean, it seems like it was a lot of small wires. <laughs> seems he like could have showed it to somebody in his shop. And yeah, well, yeah, yeah, that doesn't mean that he yeah. specifically was the only one to look at it. But, but yeah, I don't know what the, I don't know what the I'm, statutes or the law is about, you know. What, well, I mean, it became his property, so I guess he could do whatever he wanted with it. Because yeah, his policy was, was you know, after about, 90 like, days. you don't come back from it, is there a time right. period that goes by that then you do relinquish that property well, and I it think, becomes uh, like the, a public well, domain thing? The, I think he just did kind of like a mechanic's lane. After 90 days, you don't pick it up. And yeah. Yeah. Which, which why wouldn't you selling. pick up your repair computer when there's a picture of you and passed out with a crack pipe in so your mouth? And so much incriminating evidence. That's like, that's why you, you don't put like, crackheads oh, in charge. I should go down... <laughs> And pick that up from the Geek Squad before I get arrested. Yeah. <laughs> said, that's why you don't put the crackheads in charge, because they do dumb shit like that. Yeah, <laughs> they they're leave, not forward thinkers. They leave the uh, computer that they probably spilled beer on. <laughs> like, I guess they dropped off three of them. Two, you know, two of them were so heavily watered down like that they got rid of. That they got rid of. That they threw away. <laughs> and then I guess the third one could have been salvaged. <laughs> and it was. Mm-hmm. But uh, so, and then yeah, it's just like it just keeps creeping out. And then you have like, you know, news networks who report, who refuse to talk about it. NPR said, it's a distraction. We're not going to report, we're not gonna report <laughs> on it. But then you have to look at, you know, during the whole, you know, Russian collusion and the Steele dossier and all that, well, all that, all that fabrication say, uh... and lies and fake news. And, but it was everywhere. Well, there's that guy who's <laughs> Everybody reported whole, uh... on it. Like steel dossier thing, you're not even allowed to say his name on YouTube or Facebook, or, yeah. they'll, or that post will just get deleted. Yeah, like you can't even. <laughs> you guys talk about seen it. the guy that silly. worked for him for Biden that's mm. talking now, haven't you? Yeah, he's got all the information and talking about Biden. Right, it was it was Hunter Biden's ex business partner. Right, but he got out when he found when he felt like it was too shady. There's one in prison <laughs> that they, that's talking. Right, and then this other yeah, one's like got out of it. Okay. So that's going to help them along with their case. Yeah, but I mean, we're 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 less than a week. We're a week gonna... week at, a week away from the election, and yeah, people are, we... are going to read past the headlines. Anyway. I mean, I mean, are we, are we going to let's just say Joe gets elected? I mean, what's going to happen? Campbell. It's all going to go away. Well, let's yeah, it is, and it's not like that stuff hasn't happened before. Like you know, they'll say about the election is like it doesn't matter if he wins or not. Like 
if Biden wins, fine. It doesn't mean I have to change every position in an ideal I have. Like, everybody's acting like it's, you know, at the end of this, everybody's like, well, pack it up. One side win, one side lose, one side good, one side Well, evil. I'm just saying about yeah. all this investigation against, you know, that's yeah. all this corruption between, you know, the Ukraine and China and, and, and crackhead Hunter Biden being the bag yeah, man, yeah, no, being the bag man for the big the guy. Absolutely. You know, it, being, it would just, there would be no mention of it after that. Yeah. Said being, in, that's for sure. Yeah, you know, and I mean, there's one of the emails like even Rudy Giuliani was like, you know, listen what he says. What you might have is independent. The family and the big guy, the big guy gets ten percent automatically. Yeah, who's the big guy? (laughs) And maybe fifty percent of some of it. Yeah. Well, you might have as independent journalists calling it out um, because you start to see more of that now. Like, because you know, anything outside of the mainstream media kind of has its own. Its own prerogative. So I think you would see some people still talk about it. Yeah, but they're not going to pro. But they'll lose the whole prosecution. But yeah, you're not going to really. They're not going to send anybody. But I feel like if no, if Trump goes, you know, which I'm pretty sure that Trump's probably going to be elected again. But you know, he's going to prosecute him. (laughs) Bill, Bill. I hopefully, hopefully. You know, Bill, uh, you know, the the AG, Bill Bill Barr, Barr, would just arrest somebody. Sometimes I'm like, good lord, you got all this evidence. Well, can you freaking arrest? Go out there and I don't yeah, care if it's just some low lying lawyer who did some shady crap inside the whole like, thing. Trying to stay within the go arrest somebody. Prove Bill that you're Barr real. Said he wouldn't arrest anybody after the I know, I know. Oh, okay, but, well, that's that but but all the stuff that was coming out before, like there was other times that he could arrest people and he didn't. Yeah, before the like you know months before the election. I mean, maybe there's more to it than. Than what we know about it, so I would like I would like to think that you know, yeah, if there is, you know, and then you know, another good point is like, why did the FBI the have the hard drive for stuff. so long? The FBI had the hard drive for so long and never did anything about it. Yeah, they had to go to you know, well, the guy went to actually Rudy Giuliani's lawyer, his lawyer. Well, the and FBI turned it seems over. to have a lot of uh, people that are heavily partisan on one yeah, side apparently. versus the other. But, you know, they sent, you know, 12 agents over well, to, like all those, to, you know, Bubba, Bubba, are... Bubba, whatever his name in NASCAR to go and look at, you know, yeah. a, a garage pull. Well, all those organizations that we <laughs> call the, the government, like all those organizations that we call the government, they're all compartmentalized. So the FBI doesn't always talk to the NSA or the CIA or the state police or like any other right. federal agencies. Like right. they, they have their own individual thing going on. So when people wonder how... How one organization can be, you know, different, have a different political ideal than the other. It's like, well, they're not all one entity. They're all their own right. thing. Right, right, exactly. And I understand that too. But I'm just saying, it just seems just weird that, you know, you know, that the guy actually was probably still like, you know, some say they're going to come back and they're going to like, I could be dead because of yeah. this. Oh, you it's know? weird. Yeah, <laughs> it is weird for sure. And then the FBI sits on it for almost a year before it comes out. And then, you know, and then. Rudy Giuliani's lawyer gets it, and they start going through it, and they're probably just like, That's Jesus, <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> you know? And he was like, he goes, it was like reading, you know, like what we did in the 80s and bringing down the crime families in New York. Mm-hmm. So, but now we're going to, we have to choose, we have to choose here soon. Probably going to go early vote tomorrow. You know, early vote? I'm going to early vote. I'm going to wait till voting day. I'm going out. Yeah, I think I'm going to knock it out. I'm just go I'm down gonna there. I'm gonna put my mask on. I'm gonna stay away from people, and I'm gonna go wait for the thing. Put my mask on, and, you know, do the thing. Yeah. I went down and dropped my absentee ballots in. I was <laughs> going to give them to the poll place, and the line yeah, was so too. long, I had to get in line to give them to them. But they had a box out front. That's cool. Yeah. So I just dropped them in the box and left. Yeah. 
but uh, we were yeah. going to deliver them in person, you know. Right. So I'm just going to probably go tomorrow, early vote, get it out of the way, do nice. my part. Yeah. Um, I did my own little poll today on Facebook to see how many people were following, you know, the president and Joe Biden. 30, 30 million people are following President Donald Trump on Facebook and 3 million are following Joe Biden. There's my poll. <laughs> I'm, I'm following Joe Biden because I decided to gaff him. <laughs> he gaffs himself. He gaffs Trump, a lot. Trump signs everywhere. I drove a lot of miles yeah. around the country. They are everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah, I'm sure when you get into uh, a lot of the rural areas that people forgot about in the 2016 election. Right. So yeah, and I really think that's what they keep forgetting about. You know, they keep... Where you keep pulling people from... I'm sure they're pulling people and in then, cities. And then all the new voters. Like, this is As the first time my, my daughter will, will... Both my daughters will vote. Yeah. <laughs> they, they cool. have, they're forgetting about them. No, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they definitely have some new voters. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, people just turned voting age. I forget about yeah, something. Oh, they gave drivers So that's additional too. voters on top of right. All them, uh, we can, or we can make a new identity out of them. I'm sure. Yeah. All, uh, all them <laughs> they gave driver's yeah. license to can vote too. You know. They're, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> as long as they're registered. Well, they they weren't they weren't registered with the country. <laughs> and that's that that I draw a line again. Yeah. Well, there's plenty of voter fraud out there. It's already been proven. We already know what happens. <laughs> yeah. um, plenty of people have been stuffing the, stuffing the ballot idea. boxes. For, for, I mean, it's not you know. about like, election meddling or anything like that. It's just a stupid idea to have like, all these people mail shit in when it's yeah. already difficult to mail stuff as it is. Like, well, right. we'll just throw money at it because that fixes it immediately. I mean, I mean, even like, you know, I mean, just a good example is like, you know, gangs of New York. When they were yep. getting ready to vote somebody yeah, they in, and they, in you know, they, uh, they were like, you know, bring, you know, bring them in, shave them again, and send them to vote again. <laughs> shave their beards off and send them to vote again. Yeah, it was like, it's like bring you know, them like, in, shave them, and send them back out. Send them back like out that. to vote again. Yeah, because so, they didn't care about those they didn't people. Care. They didn't care. They're like, Tammany Hall like, you know. And then kick them back out. You know, won by like a, a landslide vote of, you know, you know, a hundred thousand votes and only like two thousand people voted. <laughs> yeah, well, that is a strategy. I feel like um, the Democrats are taking. Yeah, they they like love that. Just, it's like, oh, see you in three years. They are well practicing <laughs> the art of corruption. <laughs> I think it's there's a lot of stuff that like it started off with a good idea that was just manipulated by shitty people. It's kind of like the whole thing, like the road to hell is paved with good intentions. Yeah. You know? So you can have people that are are genuinely empathetic people um but there has to be a limit put on it because if you're just like you could be an empathetic person have a limit to your empathy right. part of the and i'm going to say democrats like the left like the far left's issue and somewhat this is on purpose is that if your empathetic ideas or actions aren't endless then that puts you in the category of being heartless or evil right Exactly. Like if you don't, if you're, if you're not willing to like shut down the country for the sake of a few people or you're not, you know, if you're, if you're willing to take it to the, so far as to say that there needs to be an endless amount of empathy and willing to change anything at any point for, for one individual person, it's just, if you don't do that, you're, you're a bad person, you're evil. Like, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. No, it doesn't make sense at all. No. 
but um, so so remember, early voting is happening. It's, I think I think in Tennessee it ends on Thursday. So if you're gonna okay. early vote, get out there before Thursday. Yeah, get out and vote. Uh, or just wait till <laughs> November third, which is, you know, that's the day. That's the day. It's a big day. Wait, it's a big line. day. <laughs> Oh, there's a lot of line wait. The there's, amount of time, I almost wonder how much of my military career I spent waiting in line. Waiting in line. <laughs> At least half of it. I'm going yeah. half of it. Get there before it's the polls open. Plenty of line, line. Yeah, yeah. get there early, yeah. And, and you won't have to wait three hours. Right. I mean, you're probably going to have to wait a good bit. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm sure of it. But, uh, so, the election is coming up. Should very be exciting. Soon. It'll yeah, be, very soon. Let's see what finds out what the uh, the... The laptop uh, from hell. Come on, twenty twenty one. I'm rooting for yeah, you. I'm rooting this is for you. It's gonna be a good year. <laughs> We're rooting for you. Let's get everybody out of this one. Everybody just calm the fuck down. And everybody just get back to normal. Of course, you know everybody has fear, fears that you know. I, I posted. I said I decided that you know I'm not going to be held hostage by the Democrats and their and no, their. Uh, you can be held their, hostage by anybody. And their leftist thugs. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's the it's really the whole free speech thing that sunk it for them, and I don't know why they keep digging this hole deeper. Because uh, it used to be the inverse. It used to be that it, it was more like a, Republicans are like, yeah, you know, I really think up, it started. Like, you can't I really... say that on the radio, like that type right, of stuff. Right. But now it's like you can't say that on YouTube or Facebook, or you'll be. I'm probably gonna say <laughs> probably in the '80s, like when Tipper Gore decided that you know that she needed to regulate the the record industry and about labeling records yeah. for yeah. offensive material which yes you know there is offensive there was some offensive material but um but then her then it just her outright assault on the on the uh the, the music industry in general yeah what's that <laughs> yeah, jordan peterson thing where he's like if you're gonna have an important conversation you have to risk offending the other person, person yeah and that's not so much to say as like you need to be able to use expletives in music that's that goes mm-hmm. along with the whole argument of free speech in general and what you know, what the the music side was is that they didn't need to be you know labeled, because you know there are, there's been plenty of instances. It's fine, plenty of instances where you know there's been offensive material in music yeah, for a sure. long time, for and a long time. Will be continuing it will continue into the fucking known universe, right to the point yeah. you know where Frank Zappa came up and read some lyrics, and everybody's just completely offended. There's always, yeah, there's always somebody you just and, offended, and it just sounded like basically so this hooker going down the street and 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 getting tricks and having sex. And you know, and Frank looked at everybody and goes, "Country song, 1939." Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. And but they, when did it switch to the point of like the people usually being offended were the, you know, so quote unquote establishment people? When did that switch to the uh, constantly offended people were the people fighting against all right. this oppression? And when then did and that, just like, the just with the, the flip of the, the well, I think it was started with the political correctness for sure. Yeah, that was definitely a big hand. And then you know, slowly telling you what you can say. Yeah, that's that's offensive. Don't say that. That's politically incorrect. Right. And then it just slowly keeps building into this dynamic. And then it becomes, oh, now, like, you know, the point where like, they're like, you know, when Joe, once Joe's elected, we'll have the, the Ministry of Truth. The fuck to change, is that? That to change sounds, all that sounds straight up some, mm, like some comedy that horseshit. Like honor killings are gonna <laughs> yeah. end up, that's what it's going to end it's up like, being. It's like, are we are we in Which Harry those, Potter those, now? <laughs> those work out. Those work out in the long yeah, term. Yeah, always Any the ministry that uses stuff like that as as ministry out of really truth well to help erase all the damage that Donald Trump has done but to the his, country with his hate speech and yeah. Yeah. 
and not helping though. anybody. He's been in office 50 years. He's going to get it right this time. Yeah, Joe's going to do it. He's, he's had got endless it. opportunities, but he's you know what? This, this time, this, this one, time, this is the one. He'll, he's going to do it. He's like, I got it all <laughs> figured right. out. We're going to step into that utopian society, and it was just uh, all going to be rainbows back. and sunshine, guys, <laughs> coming our way. Unicorns, unicorns are real. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to end fracking and and shut down the oil or industry and uh, build them houses, them little windows, oh, yeah. you know, put high e windows in every house. Everybody, everybody gets a tent, uh, a pot because there's no bigger <laughs> <laughs> to sleep in. <laughs> Help yeah. the homeless. You so know. get ready. Yeah. Better tent. You know, he wants to have like plexiglass around people. You know, at restaurants. We can all be bubble which boys. Which I don't know if anybody needs to tell him, but that's petroleum. Anything made of plastic is petroleum. Or you want to switch everything <laughs> to electric. We can make lithium mines. We'll just make them in a third world country and go, look how good we're doing. We're super people. Because uh, nobody, none of these Democrats or any of the, the high-end politicians are going to care yeah. about the people who are digging those yeah. precious metals oh, up. They don't care about that. They don't give a shit about that. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're, they want to be the ruling class and yeah, peasants and class. slaves go. Well, on the top, we look, we look righteous. Self-righteous. <laughs> Self-righteous. Yeah. It's the truth. They hate that. They hate that. They hate the truth. That's, yeah, that, if you want to get some people, like, bent out of shape, start giving them facts and the truth. And, oh, yeah. They go straight to Corey They go straight to you being a racist white eyebrows after you know, that. Telling you that, you know, that, you know, you feel this way because you're white. <laughs> that must be it. That's yeah. it. Like, he, no. he, he, no. he interviewed Amy uh, for the... Supreme Court. Oh yeah, and he was so racist in that asking her questions. Yeah, she got a, a, a some rough treatment. Not Kavanaugh rough, but not Kavanaugh rough, rough. But no, she got she definitely definitely got. Yeah. Cory Booker Booker was very racist in that because always questions pertain yeah. to to his race. Not other not everybody. I think he's uh, I think he's really I don't think he's like you know speak about nothing and people pay you millions of dollars I think to think 186,000 a year just yeah. to do nothing. Yeah. yeah. I would well, too. Just well, talk no. about ending fracking. That's <laughs> I a, well that, Joe but... Joe actually had, you know, a 25% increase in 2 years. Good for him. I'm waiting Isn't that for him pretty to amazing? Get any... Just going and doing speeches and having appearances. I'm waiting for him to get his <laughs> bank records. See how many dollars he yeah. put in there. As Trump said, he goes, I got my own money. I don't need Wall Street. <laughs> when we go to Wall Street, Joe. <laughs> we can go there. You need them. You need them. I got my own money. Yeah. yeah I mean, I to the point works. where 50 Cent said he's not voting for, for Biden because oh. it was, you know. because it, it, it was the chick that was saying that, uh, <laughs> well, 50 Cent's not voting for Trump because he's black. Yeah. Oh, well, she scolded him. What was her name? Um, it sounded like she was saying that that's not a possibility. Right. You're the, you, you, you should vote for, you know, Biden because you're black. Which is like a totally racist statement coming from some white chick. Yeah. You know? imagine it's, and this is always like, it always gets shut down and like, it's this what about them. Like, but you could imagine if it was, if it was inverse and then it was like some Democrat, you know, Person speaking about voting for Biden and some chick coming over, Trump chick being like, "No, we don't talk about that." Yeah, and that would be fucked up. I would be like, mm, "No, no, no, I don't like that." Nope, that's that's super. But yeah, childish I mean, and you know, I mean, you know, Fifty Cent who noticed that you know that he ended up paying you know well over half of his earnings to taxes into the Joe Biden program. And he's like, "That doesn't sound like the plan for me." 
Yeah. <laughs> I well, think it's 65%. Well, like it was 62.4% in California, 62% in New York City, 58% in, in uh, New York State, and uh, like 48 or maybe 50%. I could be wrong about these numbers. I, I Check it out yourself. But yeah, definitely you're going to pay a ton more taxes with the Joe I Biden used plan. I think 24% was high when we went yeah. through life. Yeah, you know, unlike our mayor in Nashville, who's trying to raise it thirty-seven <laughs> percent. So just remember, the Democrats love to take your money. They, they love to spend it for you. Yeah. Well, that's what I was wondering. Like, tell you oh, that, when they spend you know, it on, they just blurt out something like schools and roads, neither of which are young and bicycle lanes. You know, I, I still like it's, a, it's that whole like, yeah, you can tax it more, but where do the fucking taxes go? And that's like, a, yeah. So. The price of cigarettes keeps going up, and I'm buying another pack right. of fucking cigarettes today because I'm still hopelessly addicted to them. Hey, a high-built casino. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, no. I was, I thought, the thought always was that taxing them more would make, them make go, people smoke start, less. Yes, but it's not true. But that's not, yeah, that's not how it works. <laughs> that's not how it works. That's like, where is it? They say the money, the tax money goes to schools, but I keep puffing away at these fucking things, and everybody's and the still schools, retarded. And the schools are not getting any better. <laughs> no. <laughs> I have built casinos to supposedly help schools and roads, and I haven't seen anything. And both of them are still fucked up. They're still getting money from the government to make the highways better. Yeah. So. We spend more on money on, you know, yeah. education per student. Frivolous, frivolous government programs. Well, it gets split off into these other boards and, and focus groups and other people that it's just, it's a way to funnel money to your friends in a very democratic way. Yeah, exactly. Nobody monitors the construction jobs to see who got overpaid or whatever. Yeah, right. Or who actually owns them. <laughs> Some of them didn't even work at the job and got paid, you know. Yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of that, too. Like, yeah. hey, say that I worked there for five years and made 80 grand a year. And so I can... <laughs> But that goes along with, like, you know, I was, you know, I follow Mayor John Cooper, who's the Democratic mayor in Nashville, and he was talking about his policing committee and, you know, and what a great job they were doing to, you know, move Nashville into the 21st century with, you know, police reform and things like okay. that. And I so thought, what to, have they done for police reform? And I thought to myself, I'm like, oh, great, a committee. How many people are on this committee? Uh, more government, yes. More government is what we need. Yeah. What Thank you, need you is so an much. Extra seven people to be looking we just at need. It. We're <laughs> we're getting these people to get together to just to talk about what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. You know, and I'm sure somebody's getting paid. Cost money. Sorry. <laughs> you know, be on some kind of board. I would think they would get paid. Yeah, they make an additional board so people can have a discussion and so, yeah, nothing changes from there. That was my response. It's like, yay, more government, wow. more welfare, more taxes. let's have more government I'd rather have less government frivolous spending if you're going to put it anywhere and I don't know if everybody would agree with this but I would say that increase uh, the police funding and get rid of civil forfeiture take that money that you're spending on boards and shit like that increase training, increase pay get rid of civil forfeiture there you go the poorest (laughs) idea they got is to send that Social worker in first uh, domestic. Yeah, violence. weirdly enough, the videos I watched, like the body yeah. videos, yeah. I don't think the social worker would have helped. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I the watched one. Worker worker have gotten stabbed. Yeah, I watched one the other day with this guy. You know, he's he's got like the family outside of the house, and he's there, and they're like, you know, he's inside. He had a, you know, I don't know, it was the mom or somebody's like he's had a mental episode, and 
and he's in there with his oh, with, with the son, and he goes in there, and you know, and and you know, obviously that the you know the kid had you know he'd killed the kid <laughs> on the, and he looked at him on the couch, and then the guy's standing over in the corner and holding his holding a knife, and the guy's like, put it down, put it down, put it down, just, and finally the guy just comes at him and. You know, he lays him out, and I'm like, oh, this is the time when the social worker should have been there. Yeah, yeah. This is the time when we should have got the social worker in there and, you know, and talked him down. <laughs> I think most of you policemen it, watch the cops program on TV sometime, actual cops program. Yeah. And they, they actually talk it. social work to people. Yeah, they do a great bit of they, social they work. They do a lot before they arrest somebody, <laughs> yeah. before they do anything. I mean, we've all we've all we all grew up on cops, you know, and the live PD. I mean, it's 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 evident that's you know they're they're trying to do their job, <laughs> and they're just not wanting to pull their gun out. Oh, well, let's go in here and shoot them up. Bang, bang, you're dead. Bah, let's get out of here. Go to the corner. It's not the way it works. No. But you know, you still still. But we need we need committees. We need more more government. More government will save you, you know. So you need to give more taxes so government can save you. You could bring that person in, set them in a room with a social worker. Yeah. If if they were we were able to bring them in, but yeah, you, you so can't. opposed to doing that. So you can't right. put that so, but, social worker up to the door though. No, that wouldn't make any sense if you if you're at all concerned about the safety of that person. Yeah. Which I guess if you dehumanize anyway, it works with police. You do the same thing when the social workers get in there and actually start doing their job, so they yeah. wouldn't fucking care. Well, they would just be armed social workers yeah. then. Yeah, and then they would be. <laughs> we tried to put social workers yeah, in there, and you here. know what? They're just as bad as cops. It's because most of them are white. And we, and, we, and, <laughs> and you know, what? We, and we picked out these uniforms so they so we know who they are when we show up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that way we can target them. We put them in some nice robin's egg blue, and then it'll just de-escalate the whole yeah. situation. Just retardedness. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it's just narcissistic stupidity. Yeah, you know, just in the, in the communist way. You know, it's like uh, you know, I was reading where they're He's talking about, um, you know, you know, not allowing the metro schools to like open up until you know, like you know, in person, um, going back to school yeah. until like the beginning of the year. And I'm like, that's that's like that's the communist way. Dumb down the dumb down the the kids. So you know. That they don't rise up against you because they don't because they're not educated. Yeah, if you take a don't large group of them. people who don't have problem solving skills, yeah. don't you know, don't have any sense of curiosity or independence or want to be independent, like they want to you know kind of have a comfortable area to be told what to do and not and have some right. have freedoms but not really have any personal responsibility right. that goes along with it. Right. Then it's like when it comes time for go time and shit's fucked up. Like those people are gonna help you. <laughs> like they're nope. they're not gonna be capable of it. Nope. So they'll be defanged almost, you know, like declawed or whatever. Take the sharp bits out. Exactly. Bubble wrap the whole thing. So you know, keep keep the uh, keep the kids. Don't educate them. They won't know what to do. They won't be smart enough. They'll just bow down, and you'll tell them what to do. <laughs> 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 and the ruling class will stay the ruling class. <laughs> Some of it is, I think some of it's just ignorant, and then there are like some people who are just kind of manipulative, and they'll attach themselves to that to this whole like you know socialist movement because they can hide behind this delusional sense of morality that they have 
And then, like, if you're a shitty person, but you're on the side that as long as you say these things and do these things, then you're considered good, then people aren't going to acknowledge your other selfish or unempathetic decisions or anything else you're doing in life. It's just as long as you're in the good group, you're in the good crowd. Right. So that so that way, anything you do isn't, isn't bad because right. you're either a victim or you're on the, the side of good, which right. is just... But you don't educate people, so how would they how would they look at that and go, Oh, I see what they're doing. They're manipulating people. Like, no, they're just gonna go, Oh no, this side good. This right. side good. <laughs> right. Exactly. So be careful out there. Watch out for those those fuckers. The communists are sly. <laughs> they are a sly bunch. They've already re educated a lot of our children. Yeah, they've already kind of like pushed through the schools and Yeah, it has been happening for a little while. And, uh, I mean, even since I was I was in School. school. Well, they don't know history. They don't know why they're tearing these statues down. Yeah. What they represent. Yeah, because they don't. Yeah, they don't. If you don't know about something, then you're not going to care about it. Like, right. You know. Which makes you doomed to repeat it. Right. <laughs> and yeah, if you're you, not and if you haven't figured it out, that you know, it it's too late. socialism and communism hasn't worked anywhere. All it does is repress the people, and you die, and mediocrity happens. Yeah. But if, there's no innovation. <laughs> Go to North Korea. They can't get a rocket off the ground half the time. Think about yeah, it. Yeah, they're still on dial-up. <laughs> yeah, think they about still got that. dial-up phones. They still got phones that you like a rotary Hand phone. Hand me that floppy disk. <laughs> think about this. As long as American people have guns, mm. and like it's been said, they're not going to accept communism. And no. It may turn our country into a riot-type situation. Or something well, we already riot. have riots. They're just worse, that they're worse. mostly coming from one side. Is but, the if, whole thing. but if communism does prevail, what I'm saying, it's going to be people who got guns are going to go hunting. Well, it'd be yeah, it'd kind of be a civil war situation right. at that point. I think. Yeah. Well, that's it, and you know, and that's the, the, the you know, really don't want that. No, <laughs> we don't need it. No, no, I'd rather not I think have people it. Understand how horrible that would be. Yeah, you know, I I would definitely not rather you know I'd rather not have a civil war. Hey, anytime you know. you're seeing blood and guts from people that get shot and injured, it is nothing good. No, no. you don't want to see that zero stuff. Zero fun much about after it that. for sure. Yeah, but um, I really believe that you know if uh, I'm hoping that does it doesn't come down to that. But sometimes you know I mean with the violence in Portland and just the you know who knows maybe once just through the. Through the sheer honesty that people are Look, still... have a surprise guest. <laughs> still too lazy. We have a surprise guest. Yeah. Now you got your delivery and <laughs> you got your, your nighttime... Yeah, nighttime drink medicine. <laughs> but, good um, nurse guy. But, um, yeah, I really think, you know, so, I mean, with just the, the violence in general, I mean, maybe Trump gets elected and he decides to put the Insurrection Act into effect. I don't know. Yeah. And then, you know, and kind of beat him back a little. It's hard to say what will happen, honestly, because we don't even know what's going on. Because I just think, you know, like, I mean, if you look at, you know, I mean, I really feel like, you know, sometimes that Portland, Oregon may be gone, you know? I mean, it may have just slipped well, off. Well, I don't think it's gone, but is there a part of Portland that'll probably never come back? back? Yeah, I yeah. could say that. It's never going to be the same. It'd be like Chicago. Yeah. Or New back. York City. Same uh, way. LA, Detroit. Quote, Detroit. The whole state of California. Yeah. How, many years, <laughs> how many years does it take in Detroit to even come back? Somewhere right. near South and, and that was a hugely. And then it was like city. I mean, even like if when you look at Flint and the in the in the in the, oh, in yeah. the 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 water situation because the infrastructure just crumbled. Yeah. Inside and you know and they're all like oh it's Trump's fault but it's like it, it happened when Obama was there yeah. and he did he do down there dick. just rusting the pipes like we're gonna get him we're gonna poison them they're, they're gonna rust the pipes for him no he didn't do dick for him either he fucking just let it go. No. 
<laughs> you know, Trump yeah. was trying to get trying to get help to them. If I was in office when the, before the pipes were rusty. Yeah. Everybody's just like, I just love how they just like push all this stuff like you know and then they'll oh you know Trump Trump putting kids in cages like that was even brought up in the debate and he's yeah, like no Joe he's like it was yeah. you you you, you and Obama yeah. built those cages and that's the whole thing about how the the little lies like you can't let those go by because like and people always want to try to diminish the argument and say it was like oh why do you care about these like little details because those little details change the scope of the whole argument right. So, and even to the point you know, that you know a lot of the you know some some the the I guess the stupider leftist people really thought like coyotes were bringing kids across the border. Please and had no idea they what the coyotes were. I don't know. I mean, I was run. like, I'm like, I saw a couple posts. And I'm like, yeah. oh my gosh, it's, they really thought like, you, I don't even know how a coyote would get a child across the border. You think my like, leg hair stands up? You should see <laughs> these coyotes running across the desert. That shows you how stupid they are. <laughs> It's like, is that AOC out there saying that? I think it's okay. just, they, 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 disingenuous, and I saw coyotes like yeah. they're they're milking like kids. Did you see yesterday <laughs> AOC had to ask uh, uh, what city she was in? Come on. Uh, Kamala, Kamala oh, no. had to ask what city she was in. They told her she was in Cleveland. Ooh. Yeah, Biden's rubbing off on her. She's yeah. gonna start forgetting where she is too. She's like, oh, Cleveland, yeah. And you know, when the thing this will be our this will be our first uh, city that we totally trash because it's already <laughs> half trashed anyway. <laughs> and she's good at locking those people up. She's good at locking them up. They're saying that brown she's people a copy. locking brown people up. Yeah, they're saying she's a copy of AOC. Uh, I don't think there's any, but she's not a copy. No, I think AOC was kind of like really a failure to launch sort of thing. They tried with her. They had that, her picked that's, out. That's the proof that they stuffed the ballot they box had her in New York City. For her looks and the fact that the whole uh, caravan thing was big. And then all the, the, the caravan thing and the Mexicans in general fell to the wayside when George Floyd came about. Yeah. So I think she became semi-relevant and that's why you see her kind of dance around a different that, ethnicities now trying yeah. to hand her yeah she's useless <laughs> essentially <laughs> you know what the Kamala reminds me of a giggly little girl that well that, that was kind of my thoughts even in the debate like an was. emotional immaturity yeah, yeah. emotional yeah. immaturity even yeah. in, even you in said the, it that's the right, better way even like yeah, when I was watching that. the debates, you know, between Trump and Biden, and, and and like you know, Trump is saying things, and you look at Joe, and he's kind of laughing and smirking, and I'm like, this is like a conversation that you have with your kids when you already know the answer, and you know, <laughs> you're just sitting there listening, and you know, they're like, oh, and then it's like, you know, all right, now it's up to you, and you're like, it's just like talking. It was like talking to your kids, like, oh, here you go. Now let's see what Joe's gonna lie about. <laughs> He already know. He's just it. It's so scripted now. You know, they have the same talking points every debate. And yeah. They kind of change up the wording a little bit, and they hit the same points because they know any of their base is already. They don't. As soon as Trump right. starts talking, they shut their brains off. Right. So it's very, uh, very biased out there in the media. Um, you know, I mean, even to the point where I. I I, sometimes I don't like watching Fox because they're so biased. You know, you yeah, have really you have the like new the new the really heavy right stuff. wing right wing news company Newsmax, who's you know you can just tell it's like the CNN of the right side. No, there's, <laughs> there's too many independent journalists that all have their own take on things that yeah. you could have. They have that legitimate bias. You know, they have a little bias, but, but they have a legitimate bias. bias. 
But then you have the facts attached to that. So what you do is like, okay, I might take this person's opinion, you know, if I have some amount of respect for them into account a little bit. Right. But really what I take into account is the facts that I get. Right. And so, like, as long as you present those, it's fine. But all the, a lot of the mainstream media, they I mean, just don't present the facts. They just present their opinion. You know, and I mean, there's guys that I like, you know, who do independent things. You yeah. know, I, I, like, you know I like some Glenn Beck stuff. stuff. I like John Stossel and... Um, Tim Pool, of course. Tim Pool's Bill good. O'Reilly. Uh, Bill O'Reilly gets a little soapboxy sometimes. Uh, Sean Hannity is is Trump's mouthpiece. But then there's other <laughs> more like intellectual people who aren't necessarily that? political, like Lex Friedman or Brett right. Weinstein. Or, right. Like Judge Janine on Fox. I don't she, mind her. I like I like her. the guy Greg who does the Five on Fox. Oh, I like that one. That's a, a nice good one. Show on him late at night. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And, and Jesse There's, Waters. Yeah, Jesse Waters like is a good. I like. I started watching Jesse Waters, and I liked him. Of course, Tucker Carlson. He just speaks the truth. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That I'm guy's just probably the most legitimate news newsman out there. People will say differently that he's you know a right wing Nazi or something, but I think. Oh, that's ridiculous. I think Tucker no, just really reports the news. No, it's, it, I think he gets a little blowhardy on his show, but I've watched long form stuff with him. If if you can sit him yeah. down and get him talking for a long time, then yeah, he's right. a good dude. Like, yeah. But then you get to the to the left side, like CNN and all those guys, and it's just all hate Trump. You know, Trump did this today. It's like it doesn't even seem like real news reporting anymore. It, it ain't. <laughs> it's not even interesting to watch it. It's almost it just it makes you angry. It's like I turn on ABC. It's like and they I'm all like, sit down in the same room and come up with the same yeah, stuff, like, and then you know, just go to their see, individual. Let's news see what George Stephanopoulos well, has got that. going on today. You know, they proved that if one says it. The next network will say it. Well, you can see oh, yeah. it when if you go through and you watch all of them yeah. on the same night, you'll see the same talking points just across the board right. as you're going across, and you're like, "Do right. you guys just all have the same meeting?" I guess okay. Yeah, I guess you you know op meeting before the the ten o'clock news. I guess <laughs> like, people are like gasoline watching. prices. It's all the same. Oh yeah, there you go. <laughs> it's a threat to our democracy. It's a threat to our democracy. Did you know this is a threat to our democracy? <laughs> it's, like, it's a threat to our democracy. But, you know, I always get pissed at that because I'm like, we're not a democracy. We're a republic. Democratic republic. We are a republic. We've get got it our through bipolar your head. system going. <laughs> get it through your head. We're a dysfunctional family. Yes, we are a dysfunctional family. We are we are. A republic based on sometimes, capitalism. Sometimes one side gets a little loopy and you get to rein them back in. But yeah, you know what? It's just I want people to kind of calm down, down and you. use their reg- use your regular brain, not your crazy brain. Yeah. Use your regular right. brain. There's a real brain in there. Most of the time, some people. Are some people, like, I don't think they're. I'm going to move I'm on. Just going with no. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the mainstream media has the word of the day. Yeah, that's what it is. It is yeah. the word of the day. Yeah. yeah. What is the word of the day? Because we're still all, all in the cable news era where it's like uh, you get a couple different shows that you watch and that's that literally was your word of the day at that point. But now it's like all these different channels and shows competing with each other. Right. And then, you, and then even if they're you're, on the you're, same you're, political you're, you're, side, they're still kind of competing with each other. Your media stream on your ahead. phone, your media stream and on your phone. And they're all saying the same and, shit. You know, it, it's in it, we're inundated with information is what it is. Well, what I don't get is we're inundated say, with so much information. Why do people keep saying the let's same say, things? Let's say, you know, like, obviously my parents, you know, were kids in the 50s. You know, how much did you know about the world with 
you know. Very little. Very you, little. You just started getting TVs then. <laughs> you know, so. Yeah. You had a little TV about Yeah, the spread of square. information was a lot <laughs> and the slower. The spread of like, information stuff was so much slower. Get around if it was and big, but. You had Paul Harvey and the radio and all them. Yeah. Right. Still radio very radio, radio, radio oriented. Yeah. Walter Cronkite. Walter, Walter Cronkite. Cronkite was a respectable. Newsman. Yeah. You know, it, you had stuff, but you had very. But it took knowledge. a while for you to figure it out. It did. Now we know instantly. If something happened like right now in Yemen, we know. About we would it know about in it. six yeah. minutes. <laughs> in six yeah. minutes. An hour. Within an hour. Within, yeah. yeah. It would be on there. And, and everybody, like, did you hear what happened in Yemen? Yep. <laughs> what Yemen? Oh shit! Let me find out what the, happened in Yemen. And that would be the next topic for about two and a half days. days. And, and then, then, and then oh, like, you never hear hey, about it. Again. Did you hear what happened in Germany? No, yeah. what? <laughs> so maybe it's too much. Maybe this, this is all made you know. up news. I'm but then again, it's like happen. you don't want to obscure yourself from information. So I think people just need to stop trying to absorb it all right. and take it to this. Really, and really, point. I don't think the human mind is able to comprehend well, the amount of information about, that we have. That's what I was saying about putting a limit on on your empathy. Because yeah. it's like you can't put the entire world on your shoulders and count every single right. point and change everything every single time something happens. Because then you end up with these conflicting ideas. Because you know what the big thing is is that even if you're good you can't do all right. things so that they end up best at all times like you right. have to factor in everything including the future right. so it's I don't so know I take care look. of your sphere yeah. I don't know what to look at next on my phone say if that's my source of information to know really what's going on because really as much right. as, <laughs> as much as I like you know politics and everything like it's my biggest concerns are like family, immediate friends, uh, right. you know, local area community. You like that's to see a good right. story every now and then. That's a, that's like my right. biggest concern because those are things that'll affect my daily life. You know? And and really, like I think out of this out of this election, you know, and this election cycle and everything that I, I really learned that you know, you really make a difference in local politics. Yeah, More than you do in, in national which politics. Zero people have paid attention to <laughs> right. up until twenty sixteen. So if you really want to make like different change and change in your own community, you should like really think about like voting local, because <laughs> that's where it happens at. Yeah, get on I mean, of council. course, they you know always <laughs> vote federal and everything, but you know, real change happens at the local level. Or even this, you know, <laughs> like. You know, Around the back of the empathy thing, go volunteer somewhere. Yeah, or yeah, go volunteer. Go do something good we, for people. We went to a I've few done that silly, a few times in my life. It's good to do. Sometimes we went to a few city council meetings up at Russell's Point, and I'll tell you what, that's the whole thing that runs the city we live in. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. council, right. yeah, what cool. they right. say, and there's ten people there. Yeah, eight right. of them are council members, and two of them are there to bitch. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, well, I mean, that's, that's going to happen. Anytime you get a group of 10 people together, I feel like at this point, at least two of them are going to have something to bitch about. So, yeah. And the chief of police is there, too. Now, there you go. Yeah. And, he's good, and he's decent. That's right. cool. He's a good man. But like I said, you know, with, with inside government, local real change happens locally. And it we does, haven't been yeah. paying attention to it. And, like, that's how you Should ended up with guys with, like, it, Bill de Blasio and Ted Wheeler and... Yeah, yeah. You know, and cool. even Gavin Newsom, who made it all the way to governor of the state of California, who's basically, you know, just, you know, turning that country, that, that, sorry, that city, that whole state, city, state, city into a third world country. State into a third world right? country. Because, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah you know, there's a lot burn of... Burn it uh, down, put up more tents, crap right. on the street. We, <laughs> and outside of that, you get... Here's you your know, needle, shoot your drugs. question mark, step four, profit. Yeah. And that's how you... Here, if you, if, if, if you run out of heroin, we'll give you methadone. Yeah. <laughs> 
You can live on a tent. I live in a tent on the street. Live in a tent. Yeah, but, you know, yeah. I've lived in a tent. Me too. There's usually more trees around. Yeah. yeah. I do it, but, you know. It's just... You know, <laughs> urban campers. Yeah. Now urban they're urban camp. campers. I done the urban camping. The urban now. camping out there. In our there. lifetime, we've stayed in buses. We've stayed in tents. Well, I guess that is. Yeah, we, I have. We've yeah. done a lot. You know, we used to race motorcycles and down in some place. Yeah, I have done uh, And we live in tents down there for a week. Sorry, I'm not playing with your feet. Something I used to do with the old recreation of the night's old. I spent weeks, a couple weeks. I, in I guess that lane. would be considered urban camping. I was more thinking of just being a homeless person. They're like, yeah. yeah, I've done like pit crew stuff where like yeah. you sleep like on the track, basically like, the night before the race. I, I, like, I still agree with them. like you know a long time ago. I think I, heard, I, I forget where I heard it at, but some comedian or somebody was like, I don't really think of them as uh, homeless people. Um, I feel that they're more like free range people. Free range people. <laughs> <laughs> when Chris was little, we were in a camper down in the southern part of Ohio. He Jerry was deer hunting. Okay. And a big windstorm came up. Yeah. Well, of course, the toilet was 40 yards down the path. Ooh, ouch. So he decided he had to go to the bathroom, and he opened that camper door, and, it, and that wind just picked him up and set him right on around. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Urban camping. Well, we were in a camper. We weren't in a tent. <laughs> Sounds like you had a cold wake up though on the yeah. way to the. Yeah, I was. I, I hated. I hated that that whole experience of the outhouse. Oh yeah, it was hey, the yeah. worst. It was. Uh, it never made any sense. It was like there's a bathroom in here. Yeah, growing in, up in the, the camper. I'm not cleaning. I'm not cleaning it out. I know what it's like going to the bathroom when it's really cold out outside, and it's it's never fun. It's never I was the only one allowed to use the yeah, bathroom. Whatever. There you go. <laughs> yeah, it was. Then that outhouse was terrible too, and it was just. That was an old tank God. with a door we made out. Cut, put hinges on, cut a plastic like a, door out. Like a propane tank. Well, we changed the door. Yeah, big old plastic water tank. Oh yeah, yeah, that's cool. We put hinges on it in the door, and we dug a hole about four foot deep in the ground. Set it on top. That, that was the new one. The old no, one was just a, a wood shack. Instead of having to put, <laughs> like, do you really want to put siding on your outhouse? Do you want to do the trim board? Do you want to do? No. Let's work on the gable ends of this place where we're going to take a dump. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad that uh, the bathroom has come a long ways. <laughs> yeah, how do we get on that? Talk about tents. <laughs> well, if you're in LA, you can just creep crap on the streets. Nobody cares. That's right. Yeah, get it on your boots. Sleep with it. You just take a dump right there. <laughs> we didn't know we were emulating homeless people. You know? <laughs> yeah, even your cultural appropriation. That's right, because you're white. <laughs> privilege. White privilege out there right. camping. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that, I, guess, I don't know if I brought that up on any of the other podcasts, but I was mentioning it today earlier that you know, I was watching the local news. Mm-hmm. And, um, of course, they've created another commission to study these streets in Nashville and to see, you know, if they could study the streets, study the streets, you know, which is great because that's what government does. They're going to, they're going to study the streets because apparently, you know, like, you know, people, there's been a, you know, people being hit, you know, pedestrians and things like that. Well, yeah. You know, my thing is, is like use a crosswalk. You probably won't get hit. But when you dart out in the middle of the night and, 
into the oncoming traffic, you know. I don't think the board would solve anything just as far as, like, the, you know, if you had traffic cops solve it. Right. So I don't know what a board's going to do besides I don't know what the money. board's going to do, but they're definitely looking into but it. But it, it, it is a place where it's a one-way street, and I look both ways before crossing and it. The, <laughs> and the girl they had on there discussing the, uh, the the committee and what they were looking at, and she she said that, you know, that the when when they were planning the streets, they were they were not taking in consideration black and brown people oh, and the think, handicapped. Oh, you think they? Oh, <laughs> and I thought to myself, what? They're not trying to suggest <laughs> what? That, that the streets are racist. They're that, not that trying to suggest that people are swerving into black and brown people. Well, I don't think they're swerving into it, but they did definitely did not take them into consideration. When they were planning the streets. So apparently they just need to be all one big crosswalk. That makes no fucking sense. <laughs> because, you know. For, what do you mean didn't account for them? I, like, I, what, what, what difference I, I, is there I, I'm still baffled habits? by that statement. I'm like, maybe why would she even the, say that? Maybe that's a question for the, for the board. I was like, here's, here's what your government money, your yeah. local government money is getting. is a girl who basically said that they did not take into account the black and brown people and the handicapped. When designing the streets. Well, yeah, then here's a question for (laughs) said person creating that board is uh, how do they walk differently? Do we have like, do you spray paint the bottoms of their feet and just trace their fucking walking patterns and go like, they walk different. Have I jaywalked? Yes. Yeah, Do I, I pick the places yeah. that I jaywalk <laughs> at? Yes. Everybody, everybody has jaywalked. <laughs> do, do I look at so. it and go, hey, you know what? This is probably not the best place to jaywalk because there's a lot of traffic. I, I just, should find the crosswalk because I'm a smart human being. I, I think I wonder if it's a requirement in Nashville now if you're going to create a board that it has to be somehow based on race. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it could be. I don't know. We'll, we'll have to find out how so the other like, the other we commissions. We need to keep people from getting hit by cars. That sounds like yeah. a great idea. How are we going to do it? Uh, I'll just say that black people get Let's, hit all the time. Uh, eliminate the cars. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. That's, what, that's, that's right. what the problem is. Too many cars on the street. They need Cause, some more of those. What uh, we need is people to carpool more. Bike lanes. You need bike lanes. Because Everywhere. you know when when you know the government comes in and takes all your shit, you're going to ride a bicycle. <laughs> or, or walk. <laughs> so now they're not only going to come after your guns; they're going to come and get your cars too. Well, they're just going to take it all because I don't know if anybody knows how socialism really works. You should look into it. Wow. You know, the state owns everything. You own nothing. Well, that's communism. Actually, it just leads to communism. So, like the house you live in, you don't even yeah, know. They just come the and go. Ah, good news, comrade. We have new family for you yeah. to live with. And I think socialism too much. is more the idea is that, like, oh, it's everybody's now. But it, it, weirdly enough, I look at everybody and I don't want a good 80% of these people running whenever I'm running or doing exactly. whatever I'm doing or, mean, have, or being, you know, that actively involved in everything. Leave people the fuck alone. Yeah, just leave <laughs> us alone. Let it go. If, you know, more government does and, and I even posted, I said, you know, more laws do not create justice. All it does is subjugate the, the citizen. <laughs> you know, that's how, oh, well, hey, I bet you didn't know that, but there's a law. Because if we remember right, they fucking took Michael Flynn down on the Logan Act. Yeah, I remember that. On the Logan Act that hadn't been talked about since <laughs> James Madison <laughs> or whatever, whoever it was, John Adams. And I'm like, really? <laughs> so just remember, folks, the more laws they make, it's only harming you. <laughs> well, it's been 
you know, it's been said on the, on the left side, directed towards the right, like after the Patriot Act, which I don't necessarily agree with. I don't you know, agree with the hundred percent of the Patriot Act because it took a lot of freedom away. And you, when you take freedom away, it's like you never get it back. And that like, was the Republicans. We're never going to be able to walk into an airport without somebody trying to like look at your shoes. shoes like right. it's not, you know, you know or, or giving you the full body scan. Yeah. Right? They do look at your shoes. They yeah, do. they, they do. do. Yeah. And you, oh, you beep. But you there's getting his body scanned. But there was a time when he could just walk into the airport, airport and, and you know and throw you your know. shit through the metal detector and go. And even though it's you know we haven't had any you know, terroristic attacks and it hasn't really been shown. Uh, that, COVID nineteen. 19 slows that down apparently. Well, I'm sure. And, and it also cures school shootings. It does. Yeah. It <laughs> we does talked about that. Shootings, yeah. They're gone. Shit. Cured. 100% cured. No. That's right. Um, we did it. It was done. It's over. We cured it we with. Cured it. I've the had it, Joe. Virus. You know what that means, Joe? I'm not going to get it again. <laughs> Ever. Ever. That's what he said. <laughs> it's like Joe hasn't had it yet. Well, there's a lot of diseases that you can only get once. <laughs> Some diseases you can only get once, like dementia, which is fine. Dementia, and then it's over. And there's no cure for that. Nope. It's just you shuffling around and Go on. trying to read cue cards. and Cue cards and trying to remember where you're at. Yeah. Taking mini naps during debates. <laughs> Slipping away. Yeah. Kind of like relaxing. And you know, and the thing, that's why I want to be your senator. Like, Joe, you're running for president. God damn it. <laughs> I'm surprised Joe made it through the hour and a half the other night. I think they gave him an upper. They pepped him up. I could tell. His eyes were like, his eyes were a little wider than they usually were. Yeah, the pupils were yeah, wide. So I think they, they gave him they something gave him some before pep. they sent him out there. They, they say pepper. they're not, but I believe they uh, Shit. I wouldn't be surprised if both of them take stuff before you get up there. Up. Full of vitamins at yeah. Home. <laughs> oh, yeah, they got them on a vitamin drip. Yeah, yeah. Plus whatever else. Some Joe there. Rogan vitamin drip. <laughs> yeah. on They're all on DMT. I don't give them that. Yeah. Maybe they ought to give him what Trump took for his virus. He fired him up. He's going to do five rallies now. Yeah. Uh, he's saying they have five a day. Yeah. Well, he's just out super spreading. He's out oh, spreading coronavirus. He's out, oh, good. So that's we'll a super spreader event. So you know, which you know, why why wouldn't people why why would they complain about all these Trump rallies? Isn't that what they want? Don't they want like Trump supporters gone? <laughs> you know, <laughs> they should promote the Trump rally. Like, hey, they're having a Trump rally, super spreader rally. Come on down, get the COVID nineteen, head on out. Spread it around. Thank you, Trump supporters. Hope you die. You know, we spent two days in a casino. Okay? Yeah. Not in the, we was in a hotel, but yeah. Hotel. We was also in the casino. Yeah. yeah. And they weren't counting people, how many went in. No. And we had to wear a mask, but they weren't counting people. Because the were, mask is going to save you. Every 15 minutes, tell you wear a mask, but there's no, no, uh, no plexiglass. Between the yeah, they slot machines. Every machine shut yeah, down. They had yeah, they have every other machine. Spacing, yeah. 2,000 people, uh, 90,000 square foot. Yeah, so Breathing the same out. freaking air. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's just following the rules. That's all That's it is. All it is. about who makes the rules. Follow and following the our rules. rules. They, do they, what we tell you to do. Here's what, they, here's what this announcement was. <laughs> if you are smoking or drinking, you've got to be sitting. Okay. And if you're... Mask is down. You better have something up to your mouth like a drink or a cigarette. Can you pee standing up? <laughs> <laughs> Some people can. Ah, uh, the casinos. They never let smoking go away, do they? I thought it. <laughs> In Ohio, they did. How much sense does this make, you know? Zero. It's yeah, zero. It's you know, it's like today, uh, well, yesterday I was watching the, uh, the, the Tennessee-Alabama game, and 
it was had a lot of people there the at that yeah. game, and it was played in Knoxville. Yeah, the and I'm Texas. like, I was like, where's the, you know? Yeah, the race See a lot in of Texas sources. today when we come down listening to it, that you could hear the crowd hollering in the background before it started. Just yeah. Thousands of them. People are so. sick of it. And it's not, they want to pose it like it's only in America, but there are plenty of places in Europe and India and other places that are doing the anti-mask, you know, protests and stuff like that because they're just Great. sick of it. If you want to wear a mask, wear a mask. Yeah, exactly. You I know, no and I really still you. think it's really up to the, the, if the business says, please come into our, if it, you come into our establishment, wear a mask. If, if it, I walk okay. into a place and there's nobody in there, I'm not putting a mask on because it's fucking stupid. <laughs> it what it does is it instills fear in you. Right. right, that's their whole game. They want fear, you know, and that was always the opening with you know in the debate. Well, you know, you Joe, walk, Joe. What are you worried about with a mask? You're worried about the droplets from when, people coughing. So if you walk, walk into a, a room, place where there's nobody to when, cough on you, don't worry. When did you walk mask. in a room and you get close to somebody like I am right now, and they yeah. start backing up from you? Oh, they're afraid? Yeah. They're afraid. You can oh, tell. They're scared. Well, you can they're scared. See, those are the same people that you see them in the car with gloves, a mask, a face shield, a suit, <laughs> and they're just like driving along down the road. Yeah. And they're like, go home. But Don't I mean, go I mean, out. Even, if, you're even, that, if it makes you that fucking scared, yeah. do not go outside. We ordered some food, sat down at a table, and the person behind me got up and moved their table and chairs. I, yeah. I kid you not. It was too close. It was eight feet away. That's so what you do. He's lean over like, I saw somebody touch that a minute ago. And they're like, ah! You know, why, why, this, why the cook back there sweating in it? They yeah. got this foreign guy that does nothing but walk. Constantly walks. He's a walker, and he comes right? with, Yeah, and he comes with him, and he cleans the tables. But he walks Maybe constantly. he's getting his steps. He's got a Fitbit. He's getting his steps in. That's what he's doing. <laughs> Taking laps. So what does he do? Does he move the tables around? What's he doing? But, uh, yeah, it's it's kind of ridiculous. It's, it's become no, ridiculous. It and it's, ridiculous. you know, obviously you can survive this, the COVID-19, you know. <laughs> if, if you're immunocompromised or you're vulnerable for whatever reason. You know, we, you know we've already know that, you know, I don't Governor like... Como, Governor Whitmore, you know, killed well, off a good bit of the, you know, population by... Shoving well, COVID, that's what happens COVID when you pa- patients sick, back into nursing homes. Sick young people in with non-sick sick old people. What and, do you think is going to happen? Yeah. Not, never mind COVID. Like, so this, you know, pretend it's the right. regular flu or the, or the right. cold You're gonna or get something them like sick, that. And they're going to die. Don't you think that a lot of people would get sick from you doing that? Yeah. So, <laughs> don't you think that would be a bad decision? Maybe like, you know, I, I, I called them the death dealers. You're trying to fudge your fucking numbers? <laughs> you know, it's like, well, remember, Joe do... Biden said Medicare for all unless you're old. While your brother's curing <laughs> it with chest stretches in the basement? <laughs> unless you're old, then we're just going to let you die. Yeah, Joe wants to take it away from you. Uh, you know, if we have socialized medicine, do you think for one minute he'd have the stents put in his heart the other day? No. No, no. no. he'd have the old death panel like, you lived a good life. Hey, I'm an old, I'm I, an old I person, I, let him die. I, I think I brought Which that up. Maybe. up. <laughs> one other time I worked with this guy who, you know, who was from Canada, and um, he naturalized and became an American citizen, and his dad was having heart problems in Canada. Oh, the waiting and, list. And they there. basically told him, like, uh, you know, you're really far down on the list because of your age. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so basically, they just told him to go home to and go die. Through. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he goes, I brought him down years. here to the States and had him fixed taken care of. and taken care of because he wasn't yeah. going to get it in Canada. Yeah, you can wait a year and six <laughs> months or you can wait seven days. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, he goes, basically, they just told him to go home and die. Yeah. <laughs> I injured yeah, my neck in up. Canada one time and I had to go to their emergency room. Guess what? They found out I had good insurance. Oh, you were right they through. They let all the people sit and live in, put me into a CAT scanner, 
Yeah. Gave me medication. How was that? Having that thing like right in front of your face. <laughs> yeah. The and, they, time. and they shipped me out because and all these people were just could just like they could just shoot, shoot you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because I had good insurance. Because you had insurance. Yeah. And take you out like an old horse, and you're like, oh, we gotta get rid of So, so you know, socialized <laughs> medicine is bullshit. You know, and I and yeah. I really, but but the the you yeah, know, especially the, if you mix the worst the, parts of capitalism and socialism together, where it's like, oh no, that's yeah, we gotta. But don't get me wrong, that I don't, I still kind of believe that you know the insurance system is is broken a little bit too. Yeah, ours. Because be I mean, you guys could probably attest to it that you know in the '60s, you know, you know, healthcare was affordable, like you could go to the doctor, right. You know, and yeah. pay twenty dollars, get your shot, or, or do five, whatever, or five, five or, or six dollars. <laughs> but then all of a sudden, companies started like, you know, oh, hey, like to get insurance at the time was like, oh, look, that's an that's a perk yeah. to have insurance. Well, it's the same but thing. then they all then everybody realized like, oh, wow, if everybody gets insurance, the union kicks in insurance, everybody gets insurance, and then then the doctors start saying. Oh, you got to have insurance. Yeah. And they realize that they're always going to get paid. Yeah. And, and then it becomes need... like you dump millions of dollars into an insurance company that, you know, you might use once, you know? Yeah. And you need this <laughs> test and that test and that test, test so they can all make money. Right. So they can all make money and it circles around where you can used to go to your doctor, <laughs> your family doctor. He would run some tests right there mm-hmm. and you're out the door. Now it's like, oh, you got to go see John over here. For the specialist, and then we're going to take blood over here because that's how that's it works. And then we're going to, then everybody's getting billed. And then they, then the insurance companies, it became a scam. I think it's it's kind it's of a, a scam now. It's definitely like it's it's a government thing. So it's a it's a similar thing that happens in the medical field that happens like in the military. Like why is a box of band aids or a box of pencils ten fucking dollars? Like why are these prices inflated so much right. on all these government items? Because then that just ends up getting transferred to the actual person who needs the right. fucking shit. Right. And then you have this middleman that takes a huge cut. cut. <laughs> so. so, But then everybody wants to scream out, yeah, deregulation. Oh, he's getting rid of all these people oh. and everybody's going to die. Yeah, right. Everybody's got insurance. That's the problem in the world. Hammer. There's no better. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, zero sense. <laughs> but I really think that. If we that... could get rid of that, we could lower health care costs dramatically. But I think with, you know, with, with like, even with, with health insurance becoming a thing inside of companies, and then everybody, like, who goes to work now expects, like, if I'm a full-time employee, I expect health insurance from them. Yeah, even though they yeah. can't afford to give it to them. <laughs> you know, yeah, I, I, mean, yeah, I mean, they have to go back, and, and especially when Obamacare yeah. kicked in, it completely just, you know, fucked oh. the system, really. Oh, there's nothing <laughs> I like know? more than a private industry that you're forced to buy from from a government entity. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing just, more that I like. And then like, if you didn't I don't have it, buy they that. Well, penalized you in your taxes. Mm-hmm. Or we're going to fine you. Because you had to pay for the people who didn't have insurance or something. I, I don't know. Yeah. It's still, I'm still confused by the whole thing. I'm, like, I'm still happy that I had insurance through private you know, sectors, so I didn't have to go into that. But now my friend, Bill, you know, he, he had prostate cancer like when Obamacare first came in. He goes, he goes, the first year, he goes, it was fucking great. He goes, I got prostate cancer. He goes, I didn't. He goes, I paid like $40. Holy shit. You know, it was awesome. Yeah. And then he got healed up and time progressed and he got diagnosed again. Mm. You know, had some intestinal cancer and he had to go back in. And he went through Obamacare again. He goes, then it was terrible. Huh. He goes. He goes. I. He goes. He goes. He goes. They didn't want to see you. They didn't want to take care of you. 
They give you, you like know, ten months down the road. Road, you don't have any cash, you know. You know, and he goes, "Really, I had to kick Medicare in because because he's old enough to do it." And he goes, "I had to go to Medicare and quit my job so I could actually get it fixed." Well, yeah, that would make <laughs> sense that it's a good initial idea, but it's not sustainable to right. have. You know, but it didn't work. Because uh, <laughs> really, he probably let the insurance companies take it over, and they're like, "Oh, okay, yeah, yeah we're gonna make so much fucking money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now yeah. we're gonna screw it." There's no words that's any more scarier than somebody telling you, I'm from the government and I'm here to help. <laughs> that's the truth. <laughs> <laughs> Get away from me. <laughs> no. Go no. <laughs> we have got people call us on the phone day in, day out, wanting to get, a, get us to change our Medicare. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And we kept, keep telling them, we have employee, employer based yes. Medicare. Company. So you don't need their... We don't, we don't yeah. need it. They negotiate all our stuff. And if I take So why are they thing, trying to sell it like it's their yeah, own I insurance. take one like, thing over the phone, I lose my good coverage. Right. Through the shop, through the... Uh, yeah, yeah. fuck. I, I tell them this day yeah. after day. Yeah. Leave me alone. Leave me yeah. alone. It's like, ah, we've yeah, been looking for you, you got about it, your like, car you know. warranty has expired. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Call yeah. us now to renew it. Like, how would I know? Just pay us $95 a month and we'll fix your car. <laughs> car Shield. Car Shield. <laughs> yeah, he made a mistake and got a quote from Car Shield once. No, I didn't make a mistake. No. I just wasn't going to do it. Now there's scams. <laughs> yeah. Now the call was all the time. Fishing. Insurance, as I think, I think it was Chris Rock who said that. <laughs> you just have stuff just in case. That's what insurance <laughs> is. Just for just in case. Just in case something goes wrong. <laughs> I don't know if it's going to go wrong, but I'm paying $50 a month just in case something goes wrong. Yeah. We heard a speaker. It it was uh, a black guy. Used to be married to Gladys Knight. Okay. I can't think of his name right now. I don't know. But Les Brown. Les Brown. His mother got breast cancer. He took her to the hospital. The first thing they said is, what kind of insurance do you have? Mm. She didn't have any, but he was with her. He says, she don't need insurance. And they looked at him and they said, why don't she need insurance? She says, he, she's got me, and I have an MBA. Mm-hmm. And they said, what's an MBA? They said, he said, I got to make a bank account. <laughs> Fix it. <laughs> and he did. <laughs> got a mega bank well, account. Well, money does fix He's, he's no, a motivational speaker yeah. is what he is. Yeah. But I, I really I, think, you know, what, you know, the insurance company yeah. drove up the, the, the price of, of health care in America. They did. You know? A lot. Because like if you look at, like, the ones that are not, the, you know, the, 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 the things that you can do that, you know, insurance doesn't pay for, they have to compete for that. Right. Constantly. They're mm-hmm. always constantly competing, like plastic surgeons, dental people. Lazy eye care. They're trying to get you to come in because a lot of times insurance ain't paying for that shit. So they have to compete for your Mm -hmm. business. Right. You know, I mean, you know, you're not getting plastic surgery just from your insurance company unless they need to fix something that that got fucked up because, you know, your face caught on fire or something, you know? (laughs) Because if it's just strictly aesthetic, we're not. Right. If it's, but yeah, so, so they have to compete for you. But that's the way it used to be before the insurance companies took over. Yeah. Which. Mm Inflated healthcare. <laughs> you know, really, it really inflated healthcare to the point where, like, yeah. And, you know, I go there, I pay my $20 copay, and he's like, go find it out with the insurance company. Fuck off, you know? <laughs> and the insurance company says, ah, oh, we're not going to pay that. And I'm like, yeah, you are. 
<laughs> well, a year ago. We and then the, then the doctor's office trying to get their money, and you're like, ah, go back there. I'm not paying that. Yeah. <laughs> you know? A year ago, we wasn't paying any money after we were sick or anything. <laughs> now, they're hitting us with like $200 bills. Because yeah. they have you sign this paper in the office that says you're responsible for anything over and above what the insurance is going to pay. Right. Yeah, yeah, they had to get around that because people are like, fuck you, we're not going to pay that. So you they never said that. you. you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you end up getting screwed in the in the end of it. Yeah, you know, you know what insurance companies hate to do: pay people, pay out on claims, because <laughs> uh, they are in the profit business. Yeah. They're they're almost like a banking entity. There's a, there's a little known secret that nobody knows about. Our, you remember Barney Blake? Our, Doctor our Blake. doctor, Doctor well, Blake. Well, let's not give out the secret. Yeah, uh, he uh, <laughs> He's passed away. <laughs> he uh, told us. He was our doctor, and he's also one of our best friends. He says, because uh, my mom had cancer, mm. and she was in, and she needed to see a doctor, and I took her to him. And she was telling him about all these bills she's getting over and above Medicare. He says, put them in a box, and don't worry about them. She goes, well, won't that do, won't they come? You don't have to pay medical me? bills. And <laughs> he says, no, if they, anybody that you go to accepts a Medicare, they have to accept what Medicare pays. Huh. Yeah. They can't and, get that over and above. And he says, what are they going to do to you? You know, put them in a box and don't worry about it. Or yeah. throw them away. I don't care. <laughs> and, and really, you know, That's no hospital yeah. or, or medical personnel can refuse care. Yeah. <laughs> they can, yeah. They, they can't. Uh, it's like, yeah. you know, really, they can't. If you're injured, you have to, they, or since you, they, they can bill you all day long. Mm-hmm. They can send it to collections, but you don't have to fucking pay them. I mean, just to be honest with and you. And anymore, <laughs> you know, medical bills does not go against your credit rating. It doesn't. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And a lot of times they just hope that, you know, you know, the hospital will sell it off to these clearinghouses who, who will go after them. And hopefully, you know, they get a, a portion of their money. Best thing to do? File it. <laughs> 13. <laughs> but they you make go. you believe that, you know, like if you don't mm-hmm. pay... You know the, mm-hmm. the, the the great gods of the hospital are going to come down on you and and smite you. Like, do what? Injure me again? You injure me again? <laughs> that you're going to have to fix? Yeah, but if it is in the doctor's office, that bill, the doctor refused to see you. Yeah. You oh, they will. Yeah. They will. They will do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you know, but the hospitals won't. The right. hospitals can't. Yeah, can't. Right. right. It's legally like you know they they may send you off to county or like some. You know, like here in Nashville, General. Or you can go to a free clinic. Yes. Free clinic. You might as well just just go get staff somewhere else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, well, uh, my leg pain cured, but now I got hep C. So I got to deal with that. Thank you so much for the staff infection and AIDS. My bones hurt. And now it's COVID. Got this weird cough. This weird cough and something growing growing out of the center of my eye. Lima Memorial Hospital has a little clinic in Russell's Point now. Uh, Lyon Memorial Hospital is a big hospital. Right. Your dad cut his hand, finger, whatever. Yeah, I cut my, pulled my and hand. And I took him down there to see if he could at least, you know, get some stitches. We don't do stitches here. And they're a medical place. <laughs> I said, and he'll have to go to the, he'll have to go to the emergency room. I said, send you like a vet clinic. I'm holding, a, I'm holding a cloth and a gauze on. Bloody red. And I said, could you at least put a bandage on us? <laughs> like, there. You got a bandage over there? I'm 14 miles hospital. <laughs> oh, yeah, I can do yeah, that. Yeah, that kind of goes back to the to my day in Haiti when the, the, we 
found a dead guy on the road and and then like the the Romanians who like were driving the ambulance around Haiti, mm-hmm. they pull up and you know jump out of their little, an, little jump out of their ambulance and take his pulse, and we're already all pretty sure that this guy's dead, and mm-hmm. um, and they're getting ready to leave, and and the, the sergeant who was in charge, the sergeant talks like, hey, are you are, are you gonna take this guy? <laughs> and they're like, no, no, we don't take dead people. <laughs> and he's like, well, what happens when they die in your ambulance? You just throw them out the back. <laughs> Like, uh, I was like, is this how this uh, guy ended up here? Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Crazy world, guys. Yeah. Crazy world. Crazy world. Yeah. What, happened, what happened to Good Samaritans? <laughs> well, the Good Samaritans, yeah. Eventually, somebody somebody or a pack of wolves is going to come along and drag him off yeah, the street. Just, like, yeah, he, it's a circle of life. Yeah. Yeah, circle of life. Rats, <laughs> rats as big as dogs will eat him up tonight. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Got a pack of wild dogs who yeah. live around here. And a flock of vultures up in the trees. Yeah, yeah. the vultures. It'll be fine. He'll be gone in a day. <laughs> you know, just, there's going to be one psychopath with a really nice garden who's like, I know what to use this for. <laughs> I can sell his Crops brain. are going good. And you're like, yeah, it's dead people. <laughs> Growing that corn with some dead people. Maybe his organs ain't too dead. I can sell they, his. Yeah. All right, we were in Haiti. They could have like, feared that he was going to come back as a zombie. Uh, <laughs> that could like be a, voodoo. Yeah. Did you ever see the movie Fried Green Tomatoes? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Served them people up. They love their bar- they love that barbecue. It's like uh, it's a nicer weather version of Donner Party. You're just down there eating people and you know. it's like got a little bit of chuck in it, huh? <laughs> what, was, what was that movie, The Green Something or Another? Uh, Soylent Green. Soylent Green. Soylent Green. Green. <laughs> Green. When you got too old or whatever, they fed you. Soylent Green. Yeah. Uh, Turned you into green keys. Yeah, yeah think about it. But yeah, what if sometime in the future that's part of it? And they're like, oh, where's the cereal? From? I don't know. <laughs> well, I, I, there was another movie called Parents with uh, um, Randy Quaid and this other lady. Nice. And like the, the, the whole premise <laughs> was. Like, you know, the kids were always like, you know, the kid was like freaked out about like having dinner. And uh, and his question was like, what are we having for dinner tonight? And they're like, leftovers. <laughs> and he's like, we always have leftovers. <laughs> 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 you know, and he started like, like his, like his, his dad worked at like at a research place where, you know, like, like they had cadavers and stuff. Yeah, bring home some <laughs> <laughs> bring home some you get a chance to watch a very crazy movie, Parents. <laughs> I, never, I never heard of that one, but I'll yeah. watch it. Yeah, parents. Well, like it's bring, pretty funny. Like bringing home the old meat at the supermarket. What like, hey, have? I got a good deal on this. Like, like, what are we having for dinner, Mom? <laughs> leftovers. We always have leftover. From what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we never had a meal. They have leftovers. And that's how you end up sniffing the hair of other adults and children like yes. a certain someone. <laughs> 25-cent hot dogs. <laughs> I got a taste for it. Now I don't it's, know what to it's do. for the kids. 25-cent hot dogs and a sniff. <laughs> Come on. Just let me sniff them a little bit. <laughs> All right, well, it looks like we're rolling into the end of this one. We yeah, actually made it an hour. Where you want to well, I think up? we went more than an hour, like maybe an hour and a half. Yeah. Because it cut out a couple times. Oh, it did it again. So we made it made it the full hour this time. Maybe somebody will listen to it. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> um, so I guess we want to thank our my, my parents, Jerry and Marsha Heaton, for joining oh, us tonight. Yeah. And thank you. Yeah, good thank to see you. you guys are doing good. Yeah. yeah, so here it is, Sunday Night Podcast. Catch you on the next one. Catch you on the next one. Peace.